how are you? Hello, Meg. Uh, well, thanks for this call. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Good. Um, we've just been chatting training this morning as well. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm all good. You know training. what? I'm gonna actually do. I'm gonna get you to say your own name because I know I can actually say your name, which is great. But I'm gonna get every guest to say their own name because us Brits and I know the Americans had a problem with your name as well um we're really bad at pronouncing them so you can introduce yourself go wild right um I'll say the Italian way then as, yeah, yeah, as go it's, for it's it. meant to be say which is Federica Federica uh -huh. de Caria it's the actual name uh but uh I think it gets often confused uh with an R into it so um I have often been called Freddie which I kind of got used to and I don't mind anymore so it's fine Actually, just to clear that up, you actually race for the UK, though. You don't race for Italy. I do. Yeah, it's, it was a choice. Um, well, at the beginning of the uh, the beginning of the year, when the chance of trying to qualify for the first ever World Championship FISO in in Belgium um, came up, there was the question whether if I wanted to qualify for the UK or I wanted to try to qualify for Italy. Um, now it was big. Um, yeah, it was a big dilemma for me initially. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I chose to try to qualify in the UK for several reasons, but probably the main one is that I discover OCR in the in the UK. And so the UK OCR group and team and the people are my community. Um, and racing for them and racing with them was what I felt more natural in a way now throughout the year I also got to know a lot of people in Italy and a lot of competitors there and the girls there and they're all amazing and I love to chat to them and if I see them at races I often chat with them as well to encouraging like to encourage them during the race but um yeah no I haven't definitely backtracking my decision and I'll be competing for the UK next year as well well, we're super happy to have you, obviously, because you're a queen. Um, but how did you get into OCR? Tell us more about that. So you said you found it in the UK. Yeah, so, well, my, my fitness journey started with OCR in general. Um, I was an active person before, but I was doing a completely different thing. When I was young, I was doing ballet. So I did ballet from when I was about six, seven to up to 18 years old, pretty much. Uh, I stopped at a certain point because I just couldn't see myself doing it anymore. When I went to university, um, I couldn't keep up the classes and I wasn't a massive talent either, you know, so you just either go to like proper ballet school or not. So I stopped. I kept dancing for a little bit and I kept generally moving like everyone does with like yeah. classes in the gym <laughs> yeah. most of the time. Um, and that was up to uh, when I moved to back to London and I found employment here. So there is like a huge gap. Obviously, I went to university in Florence. I did my BA there and through that I was doing just dancing in gym. And then I went to Dublin. I moved to Dublin for a year uh, to learn English. And then I wanted to do my master. And when I went to London, then I started after that. Um, it Yeah, it's, it's a very long journey. But let's say that I met OCR to shorten it up about five years ago, four, four or five years ago. Um, okay. 
I wasn't a runner. I had no upper body strength or anything. I <laughs> just joined the gym, one of the, I think it was Pure Gym that then turned into Easy Gym, one of the chains. Yeah, yeah, uh, nice. But there I kind of met a group of people that became a bit of community. And we started doing uh, classes together under these uh, one of the coaches there. And one day he just came up with this thing that it was like, oh, there is this awesome challenge. You guys should come and try it. And it was a Spartan sprint. Uh -huh, nice. um, I looked a couple of videos. It looked absolutely nuts. And <laughs> I was like, no, 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 of course not. Why? Why would you do this? Um, and we went, uh, me and Fug, I think that we even stayed in a tent for the first time we went. Oh, it was whoa, you went it was all out. It was horrible. Um, <laughs> and I think, I think it took me like an hour and a half to do that sprint the first time I did it. If not longer, like there's probably still track on it on the internet. Like it's something horrendous. It was an open way. It was just for fun. Um, I couldn't do any obstacles. There was still like the tire flip at the time. Oh, okay. It was oh, 2018. Okay. Yeah, 2018. And and that was my first sprint. And yeah, I just decided that I wanted to be better at it. Um, yeah. It just gave me like a purpose to train in the gym for. Um, at the time, I was like most people, I just wanted to train to lose some weight, which is the most horrible thing you could do. Don't do that. In terms of like just seeing exercise as that sole purpose. Yeah, it's 100%. Just... Yeah. But, but Spartan kind of gave me something else at the beginning. And that's how I met OCR. And then I started following people that I saw during competitions. And I discovered about Nuclear Wild Forest. And that's in 2019 when I saw through Instagram. I was like, oh, these, there is a facility where I can actually try to practice and maybe get to the second or third ring instead of dying at the first one and plumping down um and so we started going to nuclear wild forest in 2019 um and we discovered that there was a sunday class there and so that's how we progressed we did a series of uh open races uh, at spartan as well yeah um and I hadn't done a beast. My first beast was the Euro Champs in the Dolomites in Italy that I thought for some... <laughs> My face right then was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I also qualified elite because uh, I randomly finished top 15 once when I went to race in um, in Italy in Orte. So it, this all happened through 2018 was just open, a couple of open races that we did trying to get there. And then I think that must have been a bet. I need to ask about how exactly it came up. But they were <laughs> like, no, you're not doing age group. You're doing elite in, in Orte, this like super race that we had. And luckily it was a day two race. So of course it wasn't, at the time I didn't even know that a series existed. I had I had no clue. So yeah. I raced this elite race in Orte. Um, by the time I got to the end, there is still this video of me literally sliding down the rope climb. I couldn't even do a rope climb at the time. I was cooked, absolutely done with my mm -hmm. life. And that qualified me for the Dolomites. And because it was in Italy, I was like, oh, it's a great excuse again to go see my parents and, yeah. <laughs> and do this absolutely stupid thing. Um, I had run a half marathon at the time, but I'd never run in the mountains. So I had no clue what was it like really oh, asked wow. of me. Um, I did finish it. Yeah, good. good. <laughs> 
it was a Euro Champs. It took me about five hours, I think, four hour forty five or something like that. It just, it was painful. Um, yeah, and I just for some reason I kept getting absolutely battered, and I kept getting back to it again and again more. and again. <laughs> and that's how I started the CR. Amazing amazing as if you went and did that that's crazy <laughs> I've never done a beast I'm gonna do it as elite I'm gonna do it in the mountains why not <laughs> I thought I think there was like a part part stupidity part just blessed ignorance uh just Love yeah that. it's a great combination I, I was not I was not expecting to do well or like not for it not to be tough like I knew I would suffer like I, yeah. I was very well aware but for some reason there was part of me that was saying just like but just just do it just give it a go yeah just do it yeah amazing so then from that moment is is that when you just sort of stayed in the elite field yeah from then on uh I know actually I did race um my first OCR my first proper OCR same 2019 was the world championship and nuclear oh yeah um, and I raced age group for that well, I didn't even keep my bands but because I just raced the standard distance and that's just before that um I joined the phoenix group because uh -huh. going through wild forest I met Robin um who came to coach one of the sessions I think and then I started discovering and I heard that they were looking for women um and I was like well I'm not I'm not very competitive yet, but I, I would really love to be surrounded by people that could help me and then have more knowledge than me. They are training already for this crazy thing. And and so just before the World Championship and Nuclear at the end of 2019, the uh, Eurochamps in the Dolomites, the Spartan Euros was just, I think, in the summer around June 2019 or something like that. Uh -huh. So that's the main year in which I started getting a bit more competitive. Um, but I was very, very much at the start of my journey. And yes, I, I did the my first OCR proper, uh, proper OCR race there. I had done a couple of nuclear races as well. But again, it was there wasn't the elite uh, age group differentiation it was just like the competitive the competitive field and I really loved them so I was like well I'll just try again um and it was I think the muddiest race to date that I've ever ever done what world champs yeah it was really hard it was raining it was very muddy there is mm -hmm. this really really famous um sandbag carry and the net in the nuclear mud pits so you had to basically uh, drag this really, really muddy wreck bag, which is like 20 kilos, 22 kilos, I think. Um, and it was caked in mud and you had to drag it with you under the net and then up and down the ditches and then under the net. Like it was horrendous. I think everyone oh, remembers that. <laughs> it's and, especially when it's wet there as well like yeah. nuclear is just full of mud anyway so when you make it wet it's just it's, it's even worse it's horrendous yeah it was horrible I, I the, the pictures I have from from there are still like impressive I, I did you can see just barely my nose like I'm all caked <laughs> in mud it's like having a mask basically I, I am pretty, pretty ridiculous yeah it was, it was great 
Um, I remember finishing and I think James Burton at the time, who I didn't know that well, saw me and I was like, do, do you have a dry rope? And I was like, what, what? <laughs> I could what? barely understand. That was like nearly hypothermic and he just dropped his dry robe on me. And then I I remember that Fago's parents when uh, came to see us and his mom bought me a dry robe because I was just in, oh, in a horrible condition. Oh no. It's <laughs> really so cute though. <laughs> so from a Spartan sprint in 2018 with your gym, you have come to 2023 as I think you're probably the most awarded UK female this year, right? I'm not sure. Am I? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think you probably are. You've won a hell of a lot of races. You've won overall the British UK OCR series. You were the highest placed British female at the, what, in elite for the 3K at FISO. You just smashed this year. It's been awesome. Well, yeah, um, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't know. No, it is, it's been a lot of training between yeah. 2019 and 2023. But um, as I've said before, it was not like nothing really was expected. I just, yeah, I, I've just trained a lot. Not Nothing has been a massive miracle. Um, there has been a big growth that probably people weren't expecting much. Um, from when we started racing again in 2021 after COVID, 2021, 2022. Um, and I think it's probably due to, yeah, the, the time that we, we had training during, uh, during COVID, really. I had a lot of time to dedicate to training compared to before, like everyone else. Um, and I as think you say, that... Like, like everyone else had that time as well, so... No, I mean... It's just that, um, you know, when, when we have a season, our training is broken down by racing all the time. Yeah. So you have a few months in which you can focus on your training. And then, of course, you have this alternation of like a little bit of training and racing, but then you need to taper a little bit. And even if you are clever with your kind of race schedule, which I'm not sure I am, <laughs> um, and picking A, B, C and D races, you're always trying to uh, taper a little bit before a race so let's say that you can't peak all the time but at the same time you can't load enough to stress your system to grow while you're racing you you can improve a little bit there are people that are really good at planning and they can race themselves fit and and so on but I, I do think that that is due to the fact that there were no races I had so much time to actually build a base that I definitely didn't have because I hadn't been running like I started running in 2018 for the first time and then at the end of 2019 is when I started working with Andrea and I had my first running assessment so it was just before they closed everything for COVID um, <laughs> and she started planning all my running and since then she's she's helped me massively and so I've had from then on the lack of having guidance from so many people Andrea's been taking care of my running the team has been kind of keeping me up with the motivation but also sharing bits and bobs like um when you want an opinion about some training or something and it's given me a lot of friends to do training with which is yeah. very important. So, um, important so I think that 
yeah that that has been the growth it's just due to to a lot of training really okay yeah because like I think maybe this is the year where it's like all just clicked into place for you right something has just gone oh we've worked really hard and now go because I remember talking to Jesse and Sean it was either at the beginning of this year or it was at the end of sort of last year and I think you'd posted like a 10k pb that was pretty speedy and I was looking at it and I was like Fede's fast like so fast and Jesse was like yeah she's fast fast she was like when she like puts all the pieces of the puzzle together when everything goes like this no one's catching her she was like I'm tipping Fede to have an amazing (laughs) she was like I promise you she was like when it all comes together when all that training sort of like slides into place she was like Fede's killing everyone she was like watch I was like okay I'll watch and then this year I've watched and I've been like damn Jesse should have put a bet on <laughs> thanks Jesse for the the trust that's very kind and very nice um no it, it is it's very kind yeah but um yeah I think I think it's just been a lot of um training both physically and also I think I've had I've needed some help uh mentally too with a bit of confidence uh training um and even for that, I am very lucky because, um, I mean, we, we're a couple, we train together, but Fogo plays a big part into all of these because when I say I have friends to train with, it's true. Sometimes I see some people for long runs and we see for each other for sessions, but on the daily, um, Fag and I share pretty much everything and it's huge motivation to have somebody to share that with. And also to feel like it's time you spend together and not time that you are away from someone or somebody. Like our dates are long runs at the weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which can be nice for somebody, not nice for other people, but it has helped me massively. Um, but during those runs and even when we're not running really, Fag has a massive expertise in terms of competition uh that I don't have and he's had to deal with certain situation mentally that I've never needed to deal with and and so he, he he's a great um mental coach if you want to call it like that nice. or just a patient person <laughs> very patient <laughs> yeah. um it's, it's helped me a lot um but there are like a lot Andres helped me a lot with some techniques sometimes uh, for with the chats every day and every time I get a doubt or anything um so yeah I've, I've been very lucky um even Scotty at PT Byron has helped me massively with um just the, the way he was helping me train um before big competitions um and so on I still have tons to learn because uh my head sometimes goes into the wrong place <laughs> um and next season is going to be even more challenging but um I feel like I'm in a pretty privileged place of learning so I'm I'm excited to see what I can I can learn again well I'm really excited to hear about your 2024 season but let's talk about this year so your first race was the so for Team UK you had to qualify to get onto the team um at two different events we had a 3k qualifier and we had a 15k qualifier 
and our 3k one was at nuts in uh april i want to say april indeed yes april 23rd um previous to this chat i went to my strava (laughs) uh, (laughs) calendar uh and luckily they do mark everything on red dots so i can identify the races fairly easily so i did write them down so yes it was april 23rd then that's 3k visa qualifier and that was your first race your first ocr in the uk but you'd previously gone to yeah um we had we had been because at the start of the year i knew that i wanted to focus more on ocr racing um so we had gone uh, on March, on the 5th of March, we had gone to a race in Italy, it's called Warrior Race. Okay. Um, and they are an amazing community and they also gave uh, obstacles to the previous Eurochamps uh, race in Italy that they had there. So I got third at the Warrior Winter Race. I did make uh, one silly mistake, but um, it was a great, great experience there. And I, we, we chose to, to go because of course, I need a little bit before to break the ice because um, I'm a very anxious racer, as everyone knows in the UK. You, <laughs> you talk to me before a start line, it's just like, Fede, how do you feel? Absolutely shit, in all honesty. <laughs> just, 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 it is, it is what it is. So to break the ice bit and also to get more experience with like the band system that we had an experience match, we decided yeah. to go there. We also um, went to Gubbio for Spartan races because to be honest, um, that is more for preparation in general for nerves and everything, but also because the community of Spartan in Italy is amazing. And the lady there is the head of Spartan in Italy is fantastic. I love her. She's called Julia and she is incredible um and just the, in general I made so many friends there so it's just a chance to see my family even if the race is fairly far away from where I live and them and it's just it's just great great training great atmosphere just really enjoy it so we went to do both the beast and the super in Gubbio which is like a fairly hilly place so ahead of um that we had March 5th warrior race and April um 15th and 16th Spartan in Gubbio and then we went to the trials yeah the nuts 3k in in april nice which you won which i won very unexpectedly again (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that was my first unexpected win of the season um yeah i i really enjoyed it for some reason actually nuts is um a place where i do kind of okay despite the I think because Mark sets up obstacles in a way that are technical, but you need to use a certain technique that suits me. And it's like Spartan, when the obstacles are very wet, they they are very, you need to be very, very powerful. And the distance between bars and monkey bars is massive. So you need to have these really powerful moves that uh, you need to use a bended arms with very wide and so that doesn't actually suit me as well whereas Uh nuts is technical but the movement can be overcome if you know a little bit the technique so and mark structures the obstacle very cleverly so if you can if you use certain techniques you can get over the obstacle um even if it's wet and you need to be more careful but even if it's wet or so on you can swing in certain ways but you can also use figure fours you can lock off in certain ways it doesn't just require 
pure strength and pure power you yeah. need technique to get over um the obstacles there and I think that that suits me more than a very wet spot in racing which I need to do powerful moves yeah because that trial was so wet it just it was, yeah. rained and rained and it was typical British weather it was awful it was, it was so horrible and also I think that in a way it suited me more because I I still haven't learned I got a little better but um I am a very careful racer on the obstacles I need to learn to let it go and just go on instinct and go instead of pausing but when it rains um if you actually take a second to breathe and compose yourself and do the obstacles smoothly more often than not it pays off so yeah. it paid off for me on the day um if it had been dry it might have been a different situation well you never know but anyway you won it and you smashed it um and then we moved on to the first race in the uk ocr series which was also the first race in the spartan series for yes. the age group runners because the elites you didn't have one and you came fourth in that and that was yeah. a stacked field yeah, we had a great battle, super fast. Again, completely different race this time. Sunny, super duper fast. And the ladies that the ladies' field was incredible. It was um, there were these to be said that in the three K there were quite a few names missing as well from, from the UK field. Whereas on the on April thirtieth for the Spartan, everyone was there. It was it was amazing. It was a great field. Um, I had a great battle with Ellen, um, who I basically battled with uh, throughout the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah. Um, as well. Ellen is amazing as well. And um, yeah, I, I made a mistake, unfortunately, during a jump. I slipped and she got um, she got third just ahead of me. And then I think uh, Andrew and Rachel were uh, a little bit ahead of us and had an amazing battle up to the last obstacle during that race. Yeah, but it was a fast and furious. And fast, I mean, fast. Andrew and Rachel are super speedy. They're very, very, very speedy. They are. Um, yeah, and then next race was awesome. That was our second trial. So this was for the 15K. Fizo spots and it was at your home ground it was at nuclear and you came second I did yeah um once again I I had a great battle in there uh this time it was with Becky and Andrea uh yeah. Becky is the absolute queen of nuclear uh <laughs> and she she just smashes the condition like the cold and she just gets over it anyway um so yeah she um we got we got to the end actually quite close but yeah. she did pull ahead a little bit in the technical section because she she was really really good at that one um whereas my brain was a bit frozen let's be honest and my grip too <laughs> it was so cold it was like uncharacteristically cold for that time of year because it was yeah like we were very may, unlucky like may 15th or something like that and it was cold cold like I wore my little neoprene top because I was freezing yeah I remember uh there is a there is an inside uh joke uh sorry Jason uh one of our teammates Jason Brennan comes from the peak district and every time we race he comes down and is like oh my god this is boiling it's boiling here <laughs> And that day, I I will remember forever. Uh, he came, he arrived, he looked at me, and he's like, "Oh my God, it's actually freezing." And I'm like, "No, don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. That means it's so cold." <laughs> no, 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 don't be that. <laughs> and he was right. Yeah, but I think if we were just, I mean, 
to me we were unlucky probably to Becky was great <laughs> maybe I, I don't know um but it was what it was you got to race the conditions and yeah it was a really cold race but I'm still very still very happy of that that result because it qualified me for for the team yeah it was for awesome. team UK for the year it was very cool um and also it gave you some great points in the UK OCR series too it did yeah pretty good all round of that one um so then you had maybe like five weeks off and then we were headed to Hungary for Eurochamps yes have My... you done OCREC before or was this no. your, this was your first one wasn't it yeah because I remember talking to you just before and then just after your 3k yeah the 3k was uh was heartbreaking um oh. but deserved I deserved it um you see Euros is is a race like no other really in terms of technicalities and for as much as I tried to to get ready for it I think I I did need to experience uh, the feeling of it to understand how to approach it a little bit better and what also I was lacking in in training a little bit maybe because I did I did of course try my best to prepare my grip and to train a certain way but um, yeah, not having had any previous experience of it, I did make a couple of mistakes. So I didn't finish with my bands on the uh, 3K. Yeah. Um, I lost it at the very last obstacle, which oh. was very heartbreaking. Um, but it was it was amazing. Like I did have my little cry because I was so disappointed. But then everyone came, like Becky came and gave me a hug. Fer came and gave me a hug. Those came. And I was I was really scared about the 12K the day after. But I was also determined to take it with a different mentality and it went much better because yes. I, I I managed to keep my bands on the uh, 12k the day after and I, I learned a little bit. They did take off a couple of obstacles, I think. Yeah, um, they did. Well. They took out that DNA one. They yeah. took one yeah they did take out a couple of obstacles from it but there were still quite a few technical elements yeah. in the 12k left on the course afterwards as well I had to change strategy like I had to go for completion and run much slower than what I usually try to run in races for at least my like effort perception yeah um but at least I achieved my goal of completing with the bands so that was some learning from one day to the other yeah and like as you say like euros is just like next level difficult it's just so technical it was I I probably didn't even warm up properly for the 3k I didn't realize how certain technique would have hit my grip and it felt really really blown out mm. And I needed a bit more, bit more grip training, a bit more confidence, and also, yeah, mostly I think is also confidence because sometimes I literally get to an obstacle and I'm like, oh no, I can't do that. And if you approach it that way, you'll never get to the other side. Yeah, you've got to have more faith in yourself. I think a little and bit. Whenever I say to you, you're so funny, like you're like so humble. <laughs> it's like whenever you post like a PB or something, or like you do an obstacle really efficiently, I'm always like, that's so fucking cool. Like, well done. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I mean, it's okay. I'm happy with it, but it could be better. <laughs> that is the most just take perfect. them in. <laughs> that was most my perfect impression of me ever done, probably. Yeah, well done. <laughs> It always makes me laugh. I'm like, one day, one day you will take the compliment and you'll be happy. I, you'll be I'll like, take yeah, it. Actually, I crushed it. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm very happy and I always take it and it 
means a lot. Um, there is always like that little tiny teeny voice in my head that is like, but also, but I could have done it this way. <laughs> Sadly, yes, it kills me. So good. Um, so Eurochamp. Oh, you also did the team race at Eurochamps, right? Did you? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did a mixed team. Um, yes. I raced with Das and Sam. It's just that um, that time was was a relay. Yes. Uh, and basically, I had the strength leg, I think, because they figured that, of course, the uh, women's weight would have been slightly lighter than the men's weight. So yeah. um, they, they gave me the strength leg. Sam did the technical and Das did the speed, which sounds pretty right for yeah, uh, people that know Sam and Das. <laughs> And yeah, no, it was, it was an amazing experience. I was a bit sorry that there wasn't more like a team elements to it and so on, but it was my first experience and it was the third day and I was absolutely shattered. So I was just really honored to be picked for the team and happy to just try to do my best and whatever was left. Cause yeah, I, I was tired after Euros, like, like proper tired. I was mm -hmm. like, oh my God. Do I have to do another one? <laughs> I was like, oh, Men I think mentally it was like more than the physical element in yeah. itself was the stress that I like that I had put on on, on, on yourself. Me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then come home from Euros and you had Total Warrior, which is up in Leeds. I think that I forgot right. that we had Road Rampage as well. Oh yeah, that that was like that was a week. It was after a week Euros. after when I said I was tired, I meant it. Um, I got <laughs> second at Road Rampage, which is part of the the series. Uh, it was an awesome race. It was completely opposite of Eurochamps. It's just basically a, a mostly running race with um, some very traditional um, kind of OCR obstacles, like more just monkey bars, ditches, crawling, some some bits and bobs but there wasn't like a technical obstacle or, or anything like that from the gurus um and I I think I battled it with Josie for a bit but she definitely had way more speed than me on the day um I mean she's very speedy normally she's like super she's speed. super speedy normally so maybe to be honest even if I hadn't done euros she's very very fast on that terrain and Becky, I think, was just after me, just a little bit after me. Yeah, I think that was the top three from that. So, yeah, you had that the week after Euros. I think we did it because I just decided to do the the series at that point. Then I committed to it and I was like, I want to go in and, and do the race and do the best I can, seeing the condition I am in. But I'd never had expectation for that one, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> and then... Yeah, Total Warrior was next, which, yeah, that is up north, right? That was the Leeds one this yeah, year. Yeah, it was Leeds, yeah. Total Warrior was in Leeds. On the Saturday. Yeah. And then you, and that was also a series race. Yeah, that was part of the uh, UK OCR series. And uh, I got third in that one behind, again, Andrew and Josie. Very, very speedy runners, once again. Total Warrior was, had more obstacle than Rampage, I think think from what I remember but they are still uh, very traditional OCR and uh, isn't incredibly technical they do stop you in your stride quite a bit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there is an muddy. awesome there is an awesome start that kills you that sends you up and down this tiny teeny hill but it really burns your legs yeah I remember the part but yeah it was was an awesome race I tried to keep up with them I just couldn't <laughs> You never know, you might be able to this year. Uh, we'll see, we'll see. Keeping up with my coach is always a bit of a hard get, like, request, you know. 
yeah she's fast um and the very next day right yeah for fun you know why not let's close off the weekend with like some fireworks um and I decided to race twice on the Sunday uh <laughs> in a different location <laughs> yes we went to the Midlands uh we yes. had Spartan super in the morning yeah. and sprint in the afternoon yeah and the, the sprint course was part of the UK age group national series as well. It was, uh, it was very, uh, I mean, it's, I talk about it all a lot, like how I did not like the Midlands course one bit. It was more traditional OCR. It was like mud and mud and more mud. And I just, I didn't vibe with that at all. I was like, oh, I just, just give me some actual obstacles. <laughs> There's not a mud hill. I, I had fun by the time I think I don't know I I didn't mind it too much um I always love when they add a few more obstacles like we'll get to it but I really loved the collaboration that they had uh, Spartan and the emboss to put up the course when they added like obstacle from the beast to the super for the champs so I really like the Spartan obstacle I just like when they put them all together uh... <laughs> and we get more we get more um so yeah I I still had fun to be honest and I think that that weekend was also the second time that we had the big multi-rig with the thick ropes that they use so it was still like a bit challenging to be honest yeah at the end definitely and then almost at the middle of your race season you had the Spartan badminton sprint which was epic that course was fast and it was flat and it was so speedy so this was um a qualifier for the spartan madrid sprint so in europe uh 3k series for spartan was very different to what you had in the philippines and the us because they had actual 3k races where you had the one loop qualifier second loop qualifier then three loop final whereas to qualify for as you just ran a normal sprint that were designated areas but this one was at a a new spartan location as well well new for a while and yeah it was it was quite quite a warm day but it was fast and so it was yeah it really was um i decided not to do there was a a beast course i think the day day before because that was the age group race yeah yeah i had been oh no the morning the morning it was the morning was it the morning yeah it was the morning oh yes the morning it was the same day day. yes that's why i didn't decide not to do it there you go um and i decided to just try to focus on the sprint just because i knew it would be so competitive and i was like you know what let's just try to go and and give it all i've had quite a lot of double race day and weekends and so on by then so yeah it was it was incredible we had such a battle on that sprint i think that that was actually the moment that mentally i figured i could push through yeah nice i don't even know exactly when it happened i could not believe it when i won that sprint i was just like what did just happen um (laughs) was the first time that they started uh, the ladies race before the men's race just by a couple of minutes so I think Fargo actually passed me a k and a half two k in I don't remember how far or maybe less if I looked at it actually probably caught me before maybe it was just <laughs> my mind my memories but he was in the leading group if not first at the time and there was a tiny teeny bit of my head that at that point was like 
oh how cool would it be I was racing my heart out so my beats per minute was probably like 180 already because I had decided that I would try to follow Andrea which <laughs> by the way is never a great idea but on this day it was <laughs> not sure um so one <laughs> um so Andrea was setting the pace pretty much for uh for everyone and me Rigerta and then Jade joined us as well in the little pack um through I think it was mid-race when she caught up back with us but let's say that Andrew was always pushing ahead and uh, me and, and the other girls were kind of catching up a little bit on on the obstacle and catching a few seconds I'm talking about literally like two three seconds every time yeah. and it was this continuous back and forth continuous back and forth and I remember getting to like about 4k I had recce the course and I was like oh my god this is hurting like this this really 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 hurts and then I thought to myself, you know, like, but what, what if you just stay here and keep hurting? You'll never know otherwise what happens. You're going to give it up. And I was like, okay, whatever. Let's keep hurting. Um, and I think I got ahead probably like a few meters from the finish line because it was the laser pistol. Yes. I just shot quicker and I got to the multi-rig first and that was it. But we had been a, like a few seconds from the start to the end of the race there was no giving up and yeah I think that 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 was the moment that I was like oh my god I can actually suffer this much I can do it it's fine <laughs> and yeah it, it was I think it was a bit of a breakthrough for my head more than than the rest well that's super important that's really cool to learn that oh yeah by the way when I started racing I thought the elite ladies went through it like completely flawless and like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like oh my god they run so fast they don't even breathe heavy bullshit I was like, absolute crap <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> so that was an epic 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 win for you um super cool that you got to experience a race like that I'm absolutely crush it um and then you took another win in your next race which was going back to the nuts ground which was summer nuts yes I did. which was another uk ocr series race and yeah took the win again um yeah i was surprised uh because again it was very uh technical at the start but i my my plan was to basically try to take it as carefully as i could trying to stay in the leading pack at the start because the race was almost broken in two there was like this first half that was very technical and then the second half there was more nuts but i yeah. had never done summer nuts like that was my first time at actual nuts not summer cool. nuts or okay. winter nuts course uh, and so i didn't know completely what to expect despite watching a lot of uh, mudstickle video nice. <laughs> to try to figure it out um so yeah it, it worked i just uh tried to push all i had towards the the end um and i knew that some of the ladies that were with me had picked up a penalties or two so I just wanted to stay ahead but um I luckily passed it with no um penalty so yeah that that went it was a good day I had yeah. a good day then a super good day and that penalty was like it was it wasn't like super long but it took you it long. was brutal because yeah. I remember because it was the end of the course that course. I had to finish yeah. anyway so um I remember having to go under the water with my head and hold my breath and my heart rate was so high and I thought I would just drink the entire lake and just die there <laughs> yeah. I was like oh this is horrendous this is really bad 
Yeah, Nuts is notorious for water, which is why I love it. I have so much fun there. <laughs> yeah. It is great. And uh, luckily it was a nice and warm day. So it was, I, yeah, it was a lovely and warm day. Let's go warm races. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good. <laughs> um and then obviously the it was the week after that. It was the week after that, wasn't yeah, it? We had the world champs. We had the world champs. And you crushed the 3k totally different to your 3k experience at euros a few months prior like complete opposite ends of the spectrum and you came in as the fastest uk british elite female crushed well it. yeah that has to say that there were Amy and shy who absolutely yeah. annihilated I, I the, yeah i know <laughs> that i just want to say like we have some amazing ladies for the 3k it's not my specialty i grew to kind of really like it because as a challenge i actually really enjoy it um it's very tech tactical in terms of grip and so on um but yeah i felt i felt good during that 3k more than else i was trying to do my race i was trying to push but to do my race but again at the world and when he gets to an international stage I'm still kind of struggling a little bit with uh, my head and how I approach races um, and at the time I was very nervous and so my 15k the day after didn't go just as well I did um, I mean I got 24th in the 3k and 27th in the 15k which to be honest I am happy with it's just that yeah. I wasn't feeling that well because I think I psyched myself out so much and I was feeling a bit sick I did probably eat something that I shouldn't have eaten and I was feeling sick in the morning but I think it's all linked to the way I very nervously approach certain races so yeah. the world taught me a lot again <laughs> okay okay but yeah, I would say you had a very successful world championship. But it was incredible to experience the the atmosphere and be part of the team. And then we had the team relay race with uh, Becky and Andrea. It was really cool to um to try to collaborate into it and to learn from it. And yeah, it was just it was it was an awesome experience. And I am very looking forward, hopefully, to go back and do the worlds again this year. Yeah. So in the team race there are some really fun collaborative obstacles right so on the one where there was like you had to lift up the stick and someone was like a sloth in the middle who was the sloth was it you i think it was becky oh nice or andrea no becky i think was the sloth yeah i think it was becky it was my favorite yeah. part of the race yeah, i think it was becky <laughs> it was so fun and then what else collaboratively did you have you had the pallets where you had to yeah we had the pallets we did make a mistake actually in the pallets a little bit because uh we by mistake threw one and then we wasn't completely past the line damn it but um i did have great fun on the wall the wall was awesome um, so i fun. i had to like kind of because becky is the kind of more more powerful one that um i mean becky's amazing at the 100 meter course as well so she was the last one down because she's the most powerful to run up um but i had to basically do a weird split with my leg to get her down in enough because on the day it was so slippery and it was just really funny just like taking weird position to get the person up it, it was, was so yeah. funny it was yeah watching the footage from that race like that just people captured on their phones it's just so good like, and also I had great fun to do that obstacle in the water um those 
they were just like really big oh, tubes they yeah, needed to get over yeah oh, that was the best hilarious. how did I forget that <laughs> That we were just like dragging each other over these things and just splashing into the water like dead bodies. It's, it's horrendous. It's horrible, but it was awesome. Really funny. It was so fun. It kind of like you are competing, but at the same time, it's just so hilarious what you're doing that we're just laughing because like yeah. what, what is it's so funny, isn't it? Like that that obstacle because I was with two boys when I did my team. They were just like launching me over it, and I was like, "How is this competitive sport?" <laughs> but it was so fun. Well, I did not have the strength to launch any of them over. <laughs> I was just literally throwing under on one side and then under was picking up one of my sides and pulling and I was picking back in so I was using myself as a leverage and pulling back in on the other <laughs> side as well that sounds amazing which was not sure was the most effective way but uh it, it got us there it got the job done it doesn't yeah. matter yeah, so the world's there. experience was you know although you learn a lot at euros you felt better about your performance I I felt uh, yeah on the on the 3k I definitely felt better I felt better about my preparation as well I just um I feel like I had mentally um something to learn in the way I approached the races yeah, yeah. but it's super exciting that you got to compete in a field that heavy like yeah it was it was incredible like everyone hit. was there I was very starstruck when I got what am I it's doing here? Super, super, super cool. Um, so then you had a tiny little bit of time off after Worlds, and then you went back to racing in Italy for another Spartan. Yeah, that was um that was Fargo. That was just Fag that really wanted to race again. <laughs> okay. You blame no, not true. <laughs> I always blame him. Um I I didn't mind. I, I wanted to race, but I was I was a bit tired. It was a beast which I didn't prepare for at all so I took it as a training race I just took the trip said you know what let's do this amazing training race the community is there is fab and um it was the 60th birthday of my mom so Aww. she turned 60 last year and it was her birthday was the 24th of September so we were like oh, you know what day. oh here you go <laughs> um so we planned to go uh, on a little adventure with her um and let's say the Spartan Misano fitted in because it's literally I think an hour or something from my hometown so it actually was close Um, and um, yeah I actually ran really well because the Misano beast is flat Um, so it was basically like a very flat half marathon um, with some really challenging carries um, and a lovely memory memory test as well oh you had one in the beast yes whoa um but I got fourth because I missed my spear at the end but you still ran well so I was really happy um because I I the Italian courses run fairly similar from year to year uh so although of course it's Spartan so the positioning of the obstacle changes and the weather changes and so on um you can vaguely compare um you know a little bit your times and and so on so that it's cool to see the progression on how you race okay that's good to know um so you came back you had maybe a week off and then you were off to madrid yes the actual 3k race that was again uh 
I did not expect to qualify is that, that I qualified through that famous sprint that we did in August and I thought like you know what fuck it why not we live once <laughs> um I got to the second round of qualifiers for Madrid um I again there was a spear in there yeah just like a thread (laughs) (laughs) I got I got my first I was actually really happy my first round of qualifiers went really well I got third overall I was really surprised and uh, but then I missed my spear on the second round and I didn't have enough time to make it back because I'm not smooth enough and quick enough to get it back there were other girls that miss and then managed to to actually get get through it um, but I was really happy to be there because Ferg raced really, really well and got like top 10 in, in Europe. So that was really cool. And then also like it was just, again, like another chance to race against some really good girls in an amazing field. And it's always different, like the strategies, the way they start, the way they attack during the race. It's just all learning. So I was really happy to go. It was an awesome event. And what did you think to that format? like the whole qualifier, actually, qualifier then final it's a tough format but I liked it other than the spear that I think it's a bit hit and miss sometimes so maybe I'd have another hanging obstacle in there if if it was of my liking um but other than that um I enjoyed it I enjoyed even the challenge of the double sandbag up this really steep hill it was it was really tough. It was really hard. It was the first time I had to pick up a double sandbag and I was like, oh my God. But I enjoyed the challenge in itself. Um, yeah, I I like the format, but I do think that it'd be important for us to have the chance of doing it a little more often before it's actually a championship race. Yeah, 100%. And like it's a spot and don't seem to be doing the 3k again next year they haven't posted anything about it which is a massive shame it's like um so we're going to give a few of you an opportunity to try this and then we're just going to put it in the bin it's like i don't know maybe it wasn't as successful as they were hoping uh for it or maybe they i they 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 might it might still appear on some it could be championship again it's just that it'd be nice to to have the chance of that actually do the format yeah Yeah. it would because we were supposed to have one we were supposed to have one at Henley and then they pulled it I think the closest uh actually was the 3k euros and 3k worlds like the 3k format in the UK prepared me probably a little bit more and internationally prepared me a little bit more for it than any other race that we we really have yeah yeah and then we've nearly concluded your season yes almost probably my highlight (laughs) yeah came back and we had the British champs so the British champs was basically two days after Madrid so on the Friday was October 6th was Madrid and then on the Sunday on October 8th it was the British championship that was um hosted by Spartan in collaboration with the British obstacle sport yeah at Pippinford which is a great venue it's sort of like Spartan's flagship venue in the UK yeah I think the first ever British champs was hosted there and I've heard a lot about it (laughs) (laughs) well being part of Phoenix has these perks so you have the history of OCR and just just text some of the guys and they'll let you know (laughs) yeah yeah Becky and Dash showed me loads of videos when we were in when did I stay with them in Belgium I think 
I stayed with them for one night and they showed me loads of the old videos and I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so your so at British Champs we have we don't have it all on one weekend, they're separate. So we have the standard distance, which is in collaboration with Spartan. And then we have a 3K champs, which is completely separate. And then our 100 meters is indoors and that's completely separate as well. So they're all over different weekends. Um, so this was the standard distance. Did it end up being about 14K, I think? Yeah. I think it was. Uh, yeah. I can check. I think it was about 14K. But yeah, you went in and you crushed it. You won. I, I yeah, I did. Um... <laughs> here we are again like um <laughs> how do we I really wanted it I really I really wanted to win that race I would have never told you um before that I really yeah. wanted to win that race nice um but out there and you did it it just uh I think a lot of things fell again into place for me on the on the day you see the fact that maybe I didn't actually make the finals in the 3k in Madrid Maybe it was a stroke of luck because maybe I was less tired. For example, Andrea was due to take part in the in the race, but unfortunately she um kind of like broke all her hands and so she couldn't do the obstacle on on the Sunday, so she had to pull out of the race. Yeah. Um I was a little bit fresher. Yeah, I just could run a bit better. And I also think that um the time of the day it happened uh, was very early in the morning, the start. And so it was still quite a little bit of British conditions with uh, some some wetness on the obstacles. Yeah. That played a big difference for the ladies' field. And that helped me a little bit, I think. Um, so it was, it was a lot like the obstacle actually played a big part. It wasn't just a very fast running that there was in Pepe for a bit technical, but very fast. So yeah, I, I managed to, um, we got, uh, I basically raced the entire time with Helen. Um, she was super fast and very much on it, very fast through the obstacle on the day. I'd say a little faster than me as well. I had to catch up on the running. Okay. Um, but then at 8K in pretty much, I managed to kind of take the lead kind of bring it in um still pushing yeah <laughs> wasn't yeah. exactly having a nice stroll through the last bit <laughs> <laughs> but you took the lead and you just stayed there yeah I it, it just it just worked out for me on the day I'm not sure it'll ever happen again so I'll enjoy that I'll enjoy that feeling you never know you never know um and then yeah last race of the season for you was uh we did trifecta as well again oh, fully fuck. how did i forget this you did trifecta world champs i did yeah um again this was not planned this is fuck they went really 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 to go to greece because he loved the three days as you can see there is just like my season it was planned for a relatively heavy obstacle three to 15k and then there is my lovely partner who's like how about a three day of racing <laughs> <laughs> and I was like you know what okay fine I really loved it in the end of course I do um but trifecta world isn't exactly famous for sticking to the distances like the sprint was about 8k the super was about 14 15k the beast was 26 you know is not exactly something that you stay on there Thomas Planck prepares the course and it's ruling and brutal and beautiful so yeah I enjoyed that one yeah, you had a good time. So 
how did you place overall in that do you I got seven seventh for the the whole thing yeah yeah I got uh I think I got seventh eighth and seventh again which placed me yes. seventh overall or something or six I don't, yeah something like that anyway yeah. uh but I was very very proud because the field was um was pretty stacked for the ladies as well there weren't that many but the, the ladies that were there are really are really really good yeah. yeah really really good you had Lindsay there Esther was there as well they are in, an, in another complete other world uh, they are but still they were there I think that actually was really funny because they did film the um races and in one of the highlight uh Ferg and Jason are like oh my god you were still with them about 1k and a half and I was like thanks for the trust thanks for the faith a whole one and a half k <laughs> which actually is amazing it is it is it's like amazing. i do recognize it but it's it really is, funny because it it's like funny. about a 13 14 k course oh you still can see them at one. <laughs> i love that <laughs> would you do trifecta worlds again uh we'll see we'll see how it plans it is for sure uh, like an awesome awesome event um it's just that it's such a it's at the end of a, a usually really intense season yeah. so um, we'll see how we get there okay awesome. but in terms of uh, like racing and fun I, I'd honestly recommend like it's it's great it's a great experience it looked so fun and you had pretty good weather for it this time as well right yes we did because it's the second year that we go and the first year actually the beast was like a um we we had a thunderstorm or something during the beast and it was awful whereas this year was was really cool it was really good it was perfect sunny really nice uh it was quite windy there you go the last day it got it got quite windy at the end but we escaped the worst part by racing in the morning nice okay so you didn't get any rain so Maybe that would have helped you though. Maybe you could have climbed up even higher. Who knows? It's all right. You can't always have it your way. <laughs> you can't. Um, and then the last race of your season. That is actually finally the, the last race, race of your season. Yeah. I can't believe I forgot Trifecta Worlds. Um, was the British 3K champs. Yes. And that was held at a brand new location for any race at Forges big up Birmingham um what was the weather like for that I know it looked quite muddy at the end but the it was awful was, it was pouring cold. down was it oh, no. <laughs> which is really unfortunate because actually the photos gym uh course and everything that they've uh, like built up and everything is amazing like it's really cool and it would have been really cool for spectators it's just that they were so unlucky with the day it was raining like pouring down uh so another another wonderful wet race um they were in like the field of ladies was fierce uh, but unfortunately there were a few names missing again there i think that we were all fairly um tired after a very long season but yeah. it was an awesome event like the the hype at the start and like in general like the design of the course and the obstacles there they were challenging but they were like they really made you think on how you needed to move and so on it was really cool I'm, I'm very happy I sort of pushed myself um and and went for the last one so yeah it was cool and you took the W on that as well I yeah I had another good day <laughs> I think I finished off the 
good day availability in 2023 no <laughs> I, no way I, like, I've, I've used all my cards you know when you get given and it's just like I don't know how many no way but, no way change um, that mindset right now <laughs> um I've, I've had quite a lot no it was cool I did make a mistake that it still annoys me on that um law rig but I think that um due to the rain actually um you know the technique you use through obstacle um does require a little more strength at least for me and it's a little slower than when I can just swing and it's nice and dry um so I think I I did kind of burn out a little bit quicker and I used the wrong technique on on a bit of that low rig I was a bit optimistic in terms of my height that I don't have so I <laughs> and I think that um I made a, a kind of a move that needed more confidence which okay. I'm working on it's yeah. another pattern um if I had made the same move with a bit more confidence I probably would have passed it but learning points yeah okay Fair. but that concludes your whole season and it does epic one and and we are back to square one because next year is another year next year is another year so do you have any sort of ideas about what you want to what races you want to do what you want to sort of focus on for next year is there a series that takes your eye like what's up well, next I think it will um look fairly similar in terms of goals i really want to go back to the euro champs particularly because uh this year they're going to be in italy uh, and i've heard all about the first uh euro champs two years ago in um in the dolomites uh they're going to be in folgaria which is a different location but still in the dolomites so we're talking about a hilly race with very technical obstacle there um and i i, I want to try to do as well as i can and prepare as well as i can for that uh, and then I am really interested in going uh, to the World Champs as well in Costa Rica. That is more part of an adventure plan. Never been to Costa Rica. So I would yeah. love to see how I can adapt to the completely different environment. What can I do from my little living room London home? And how can I plan and how good can I become for it? Um, and also make a little adventure, as I said, out of it, maybe with Absolutely. some friends and stay a little bit longer after. Uh, OCR terms, I'll definitely still do the UK series because I do think that actually that is incredibly competitive and it does help me grow. The variety of races that we have and, and so on um, are really good and are great to prepare for international events as well. So I'll definitely aim to do some some of those races and by some I mean as many as I can yeah uh, work permitting that's the sum yeah um I will do this part in series as well it's it's three races and some of it are part of the UK OCR series as well so they they meet up fairly well and so I will be doing that one as well beast super and sprint yeah and I think that's going to be super exciting this year right it's going to really shake up the field because of the way that the results are going to be posted. It's very interesting because you do have people who run age group that are actually super fucking fast and that they should be running elite really. Whereas obviously their results normally sort of go under the radar. That won't happen next year. So I think the field is going to be a lot deeper for women. And I think that's really fucking exciting. 
Yeah, I think that's right. Um, I know that there were some reservation in and how uh, the new system uh was announced and um and so on. But I I do think that in the long run it'd be a great opportunity for for women to just go forward and push and and get the famous confidence we were talking about before yeah so that's the spartan uk series you're talking yes. about yeah yeah definitely i'll do the uk series and we are uh planning to go back to italy as well for a few because why not <laughs> why not are you gonna do the series there or does that not work um i think it could it could potentially um it all depends on again on work arrangements and so on so it's not going to be my main focus but yeah. if i can make it happen i will really happily make it happen well we might go for the start definitely there is gopio again um and it's a great season opener um and it also usually racing too much isn't fantastic for me but also racing too little it's not great either because I do need to get into that pre-race competition status and Eight flow to yeah. get yeah to get used to it and to calm down the nerves to get a bit more used to the preparation um before the race because once they say go I'm actually fine yeah <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> but, but so yeah, uh, these is the, the the main bits. So definitely Spartan series in the UK and UK OCR series, and then the main international races. I would love to try to fit in another couple of races to prep for the main international races. So we were looking at that a race in Sweden that I oh Oz. don't know how yes that one. trophy. Are you gonna come? Oz trophy. Yeah. I would really like to do that one because the obstacle looked amazing. There are there is also the OCR uh, series uh, that has just been announced. So mm -hmm. I'll have a look at that calendar and see if I can fit any any one of them in. I won't be doing the series, but uh, even just having the chance to experience one, um, it'd be really really cool. And also there is uh, again the warrior uh, race in Italy that could uh, could be good to go to because the obstacle might be similar to Eurochamps that they yeah. present or if not the warrior race and some other OCR races in Italy that might have similar obstacle to Euros to try out um, and get the chance to experience because although yes I have been now doing OCR for quite a few years but I, I did skip the like 2020 for COVID and so on so really competitively it's been three three years maybe yeah 2021 2022 and 2023 but the first few years was mostly spartan racing that i was doing which is fantastic because to be honest i really like the competitive nature of the races yeah um but i do have still quite a bit to learn in terms of doing the obstacle fast running fast in a competitive field because spartan is the obstacle is challenging but it's mostly the terrain and the running that usually is challenging um, yeah so yeah exciting it's cool that you're going to try and help both of the major champs though i'm excited about that for you uh, I'm, I'm hoping that nothing will come in the way touch wood um and we'll try it'd be really cool uh to to bring a strong female uh uk team as well at the championship i'd really love to yeah to to, to have a good showing in that one if i'd get picked for it but um yeah it'd be it'd be really cool 
I love how you still doubt that you're going to get picks for it. Like, if well, I, I mean, there are loads of teams and there are loads of really good people. So there's you loads, never know. There's loads, but look at your season. It's insane. Well, 2024 is a new season. It is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to argue with you anymore. <laughs> I give up. It's okay. I give up. I give up on telling you how great you are. I give up. But yeah, honestly, you've just smashed it. And it's been so, so, so impressive to see. And it's so nice of you to come and help out at the Talking Dirty training day as well. That was actually one of my most fulfilling, uh, to be honest, days. I do not have, again, um, any PT qualification or anything but it was really awesome to just have the chance to spend time with and and ladies that really wanted to pick up little tips and skills and and just pass on what I've been very lucky to um, have been taught myself by by other people that really really helped me because the reason why I've been able to grow so much is just because of the people that I'm surrounded by really because that that's the key yeah I, I would agree that that is the key to being great in anything right but it's not who you are surrounded by it's who you surround yourself with like you put yourself in that situation um, yeah definitely and, and I've also been very lucky that people have been patient with me and passing on and teaching me a lot as well <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure they've had as much fun doing it as I had when you were doing the the training day it was awesome it was so yeah fun. you should definitely organize on one more um because I think I think like it was very very well received I know it was a lot of work for you it was um also I think very well received from the ladies and encouraging for them yeah I think it's really important to as you say be surrounded by other awesome women that have like the same goals as you that want to train with you and pick up little things like it is so important to have that in your community. Like, and I also really want to, to pass on the fact that everything is is a process. It's nothing is, you don't arrive and just smash it naturally or nobody was born like that. Most people that arrive and might be fast runners, it's because they've had a base before. They might have had something else that helped them before. And then they also train really hard. But it's not that they just wake up and they get up from the couch one day and it's just, hey, hey you I'm go. great at this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm great at it. Like every one of the ladies that I know that is great at what uh, she does, um, it's just um, it's just a lot of work. Just for some people, they don't call it work. They just have a lot of fun doing it. and <laughs> And it is what it is. But it's always time spent doing what you like that leads to it yeah a hundred percent but thank you so much for coming on and talking about your season it's been so cool to hear about it from your perspective you know there's only so many characters that you have in an instagram caption right so when you give a little race debrief you're not going to pick up everything um and you definitely don't really get all of the emotion from it so it's been really cool to hear about that and I'm sure everyone else is going to love hearing about it as well I promise <laughs> but thank um, you so much uh, and whoever got to this point thanks so much for listening up to this <laughs> <laughs> see queen of doubting herself <laughs> oh no, it's just aware that time is a precious resource <laughs> podcasts are for long runs 
there you go perfect but yeah thank you so much um it's been epic and i'm so excited for your 2024 it's gonna be killer i'm buzzing thank you well your 2024 probably gonna be a killer too i am very buzzing to look at your season and what you're doing uh, and thanks so much for putting up all these resources and podcasts and and all the stats that you do for for all the ladies basically oh thanks thanks so much it's just fun for me i like doing it well we like reading it <laughs> thank you right okay i will catch you soon um thank you so much for coming on bye hi thanks everyone